0: Although a briefing may identify issues for consideration by the General Assembly, a briefing should not be interpreted as advocating any particular course of action. Legal Update Legal Services Division, Iowa Supreme Court decision, limitations period for contract damages claim arising from breach of right of first refusal. In Re Estate of Franken, filed June 12, 2020, number 18 0261. Facts and procedural background. In 1973, Mr. and Mrs. Rottinghaus sold real estate owned by Mrs. Rottinghaus to Mr. and Mrs. Kipp. The Kipps granted the Rottinghaus's a right of first refusal to purchase the real estate. The right of first refusal was reserved with the deed. Only Mr. Kipp signed the deed. The deed was recorded in 1973. The Rotting Houses never refiled or renewed the right of first refusal. Mr. Kipp died in 2001. Mrs. Kipp subsequently married Mr. Franken. In 2005, Mrs. Franken executed a quitclaim deed conveying the real estate to her and Mr. Franken as joint tenants in common with full rights of survivorship. Both Mr. and Mrs. Franken signed this deed. In 2010, Mr. and Mrs. Franken executed a warranty deed conveying the real estate from themselves to Mrs. Franken as sole title holder. Mrs. Franken bequeathed a life estate in the real estate to Mr. Franken. Mrs. Franken died in 2014 and Mr. Franken died in 2015. The life estate then extinguished. This left Mrs. Franken's estate as the sole title holder of the real estate. In April 2016, the executor of Mrs. Franken's estate entered into a purchase agreement to sell the real estate to a third Party. In May 2016, the executor sold the real estate to the third party for $195,000. The executor did not notify the Roddinghazes of the sale. In July 2016, the Roddinghazes filed a claim in the probate estate. The Roddinghazes alleged breach of contract, alleging the estate breached the right of first refusal to purchase the real estate. The rotting sought damages in the amount of $195,000 plus interest. The executor disallowed the rotting claim. The executor moved for summary judgment, arguing Iowa Code Section 614.17A relating to the statute of limitations period in real estate claims barred the claim. The District Court granted the estate's summary judgment motion. The Rotting Houses appealed. The Iowa Court of Appeals, in a divided opinion, affirmed the judgment of the District Court. The Rotting Houses appealed to the Iowa Supreme Court. Issues. The primary issue was whether Iowa Code Section 614.17A, Limitations of Actions, Claims to Real Estate after 1992, bars the Rotting Houses' contract claim for damages. The court addressed additional issues, including whether the merger doctrine, statute of frauds, and the statute of limitations period in Iowa Code Section 614.1, subsection 5, bars the Rotting claim. Holdings. The court vacated the decision of the Iowa Court of Appeals and reversed and remanded the district court's judgment. In terms of the primary issue, the court held Iowa Code Section 614.17A does not bar the Rotting claim. In terms of the additional issues, the court held neither the merger doctrine, statute of frauds, nor the statute of limitations period in Iowa Code Section 614.1 Subsection 5 bars the Rotting claim. Analysis the court began its analysis of the primary issue by examining The text of Iowa Code Section 614.17a, which bars an action to recover or establish an interest in or claim to real estate only if the action is based upon a claim arising more than 10 years earlier or existing for more than 10 years. The action is against the holder of the record title to the real estate in possession and the holder of the record title to the real estate in possession and the holders, immediate or remote grantors, are shown by the record to have held a chain of title to the real estate for more than 10 years. In interpreting the meaning of Iowa Code Section 614.17a, the court acknowledged the Iowa Code Section 4.1 requires that, quote, words and phrases shall be construed according to the context and the approved usage of language, end quote. The court will not search for alternative meanings or resort to rules of construction if the text is plain and the meaning of the statute is clear. The court found the text of Iowa Code Section 614.17a was plain and unambiguous. By its plain text, Iowa Code Section 614.17a only bars claims seeking to, quote, recover or establish An interest in or claim to real estate, end quote. A party who only seeks damages through a breach of contract claim does not seek to recover or establish an interest in or claim to real estate, according to... To the court, the plain text of Iowa Code Section 614.17A does not bar the Rotting claim because the claim seeks only damages in lieu of recovering or establishing an interest in or claim to real estate. In addition, the plain text of Iowa Code Section 614.17A does not bar the Rotting claim because the claim was brought against the estate. The court reasoned Iowa Code Section 614.17A, subsection 1, paragraph B, was not satisfied because the estate sold the real estate to a third party. In determining that Iowa Code Section 614.17A does not bar the Rotting claim, the court also analyzed the purpose of the statute. The court noted that Iowa Code Section 614.17A is a marketable title statute. The purpose of Iowa Code Section 614.17A and its predecessor statutes is to give stability and effect to record titles. Claims seeking to recover or establish an interest in real estate against the title holder create instability in record titles. The court stated, quote, only those actions implicate the purpose of the statute and only those actions should be limited by this statute. End quote. According to the court, because Iowa Code Section 614.17A is a marketable title statute, it only affects claims seeking to recover or establish an interest in real estate and has no impact on claims seeking only damages. The estate argued Iowa Code Section 614.17A indirectly barred the rotting claim because it prevented them from establishing an underlying claim to the real estate, which the estate argued, prohibited the riding houses from proving a breach of contract. As a matter of law, the court stated Iowa Code Section 614.17A is merely a statute of limitations. It does not extinguish the underlying relief. The right of first refusal is contained in the deed. Therefore, the Rotting Houses have established that right. The court then addressed and rejected additional issues raised by Mrs. Franken's estate on appeal. The court found the merger doctrine contract... Merged into the deed did not bar the Roddinghouses' claim. The court explained that the Roddinghouses did not seek to enforce any collateral agreements. The right of first refusal the Roddinghouses sought to enforce is contained within the deed itself. In addition, the court found the statute of frauds did not bar the Roddinghouses' claim. Mrs. Franken, the vendee, took possession of the real estate by virtue of a contract. Accordingly, pursuant to Iowa Code Section 622.33, exception to statute of frauds in creation or transfer of land interests, the statute of frauds was not implicated in this case. Finally, the court found the Rotting claim was not barred by the statute of limitations period set out in Iowa Code Section 614.1. Subsection 5. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 614.1, Subsection 5, claims based on written contracts must be brought within 10 years. The claim presented in this case is whether the estate breached the right of first refusal in 2016. That claim was clearly brought within the limitations period provided in Iowa Code Section 614.1, Subsection 5. The LSA staff contact for this legal update is James Arnett at 515-281-3745.